swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's place Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty here with the great Rick Farmelow for the third time. We're trying to start this here. Yes, and we power are, outage something. <laughs> yeah. So we are here watching some football Sunday, and it's good to see the uh, Steelers-Raiders rivalry well, back good till the full. end. Yeah, it's still good to see them competitive, though, isn't right. it? Yeah, it's good. It's back to be back. good to be back at the Martini Bar. Even though That's I know right. my key didn't work in the lock, I saw it, I, I'm assuming the lock, locks were changed. I don't know why that was. And you've got some cool. We can news. talk about can that talk later. Talk about that, the yellow submarine oh, thing. Okay. This, well, is I did cool. this, this is kind of fun, kind of cool to me. It's cool. It is cool. Um, I did a painting. I, I shouldn't you, call it a drawing. About two, two years ago, right? Well, it was about a year and a half ago, yeah, I think. Um, for an art show, it was a yellow submarine painting, and it was a kind of a joke painting. It was a yellow submarine. If the yellow submarine were to meet the sea view from Voyage to the Bottom and see what would happen. Right. And so I have the sea view saying, hey, who's, you know, like the, the captain doesn't know who the who's in that yellow submarine, but they've got a pretty good band. That's kind of what it was. And there's all these fish dancing around the yellow submarine, the whole ocean's dancing on that part of the ocean. Anyway, you know, I kind of forgot about it. I gave it to a friend of mine. A friend of mine knows Paul McCartney, and he also knows Ringo. And they both happened to see that that painting cool. and said, "Who did? what is that? Wow, that's awesome. Who did that? And so he said, oh, my friend Rick Farmelow is a Disney animator. He did, so they both really, really liked it. So I was just thrilled about that. Anyway, he was, he was going to see each of them separately and suggested I make a print for them. So I did. And I put Paul in one of the little portholes. Cool. And I put Ringo in another one of the portholes for his thing. So he took Paul's to him and Paul loved it. He said, oh, my God. And I signed it to him and everything. He said, oh, my God, this is so great. So right. Please thank Rick for, you know, for me. And this is really, I love this. And then he's he's give, he, giving it to Ringo. I think he gave it to Ringo last night. So I don't know what happened. But it's kind of cool to think that I do a Beatles cool. thing and Beatles actually see it. So yeah. that was awesome. So they both have my print. Yeah. I printed my thing. And so I got this cool. feeling that, like, Paul and Ringo are huge Richard Basehart and David Hedison fans. I'm sure they are. <laughs> I'm sure they are. No. I, speaking of David Hedison, I need to give him a copy of it. That would be cool. I mean, because he's around and he's 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 actually the one saying the, the, right. the joke. So right. it'd be fun to find him and and uh, I mean he's around and I can give him that was a that was a uh, that was a good show for back when it was yeah as far back it, it was, was very with cool. the mini sub and the uh, yeah and all that stuff yeah and they had the yeah that was pretty awesome they always have monsters it was um, what's his face too it's the towering inferno guy right. Um, Erwin Allen. Erwin yeah. Allen. That was yeah. an Erwin Allen. Yes, prediction. it was. Oh. Yes. Okay, but today we are not to be talking about yellow submarines. Maybe we are going to be talking about football players who later became actors and who mm-hmm. some of our famous, favorite ones. And I'm interested in this because it's interesting to see which ones became famous and which ones mm-hmm. that I think should be famous aren't. Or one-hit wonders. Or one-hit wonders. Very good. Very good. So, uh, Rick, since you're a guest in your own martini bar, I'll apparently, let you go first. Apparently. I'm even on the other side of the bar, which is very odd. Um, well, I'm just, you know what? I don't know why I thought of him first, but Joe Namath was in a... Was in a uh, Joe Willie. In 19, maybe 1970, 71. It was, what was it called? Hard, not Harwood. Something like that. That was... 
He was a, he was on a motorcycle. He was a biker, but he just did one movie, and that was it. Yeah. It was a cool picture. I remember the picture that was in like I don't forget what magazine it was, yeah. but it was anyway. But just was, for being a super famous guy yeah. and predicting the Super Bowl, and he was like riding. Could have done down, anything, man. yeah. And brought and in New York. And some of these guys, I mean, even though they could probably act, they just they did like maybe one movie. Right. Like that's enough. They just right. didn't want to pursue it. But other people like. Alex Karras, right? You know, who they still don't really understand his he, popularity. He was for, in Blazing uh, Saddles, but he had like he went, two, to, he one, went one to Iowa. Line. He went to Iowa for college. Oh. He played with the Detroit Lions, who weren't very good. Yeah, and somehow got this reputation as a comedian, comedic actor. Yeah, that that was weird. I mean, he just was himself. I mean, I don't yeah. think he was he did anything in particular. Um, What's his name? Merlin Olson was in. Merlin Olson was in Little House on the Prairie. Prairie, and Father Murphy gave him his own own. Uh, own show yeah, after yeah. that. He's really good. I do like Brian yeah, Olson. I think good. he's he good. Was, he was good. We have to stop for our first commercial Again? Break. So we're going to take Already? a commercial break. When we come right. back, then we'll talk about some of our other favorite ones. I got some good ones. i get some ice anyway. I've okay. got some good ones. Take a break. So we'll be back in just a few minutes here at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Are back uh, at Rick's Martini Bar. We've got we've got the uh, it's Rick's Martini Sports Bar today. We got right. we got football games on. We're watching the, the uh, Indianapolis. We've got the NFL package. On. If it's on yeah, CBS or Fox, we can watch. Yeah, that's the, that's the little package. It's called a, it's, a, it's called a sandwich baggie. It's a little tiny package, but um, that's okay. I mean, this is the game I'd be watching anyway, so it's fine. So we're talking about um, um, football players that became. Uh, um, Actors, and this is my favorite one, really. Okay. And he played for the University of Miami, and then he played for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the Canadian Football League. Well, you've done your internet research. And he's The Rock. Dwayne oh. The Rock Johnson. He played, okay. Well, all right. He was, he was in the, he was in the he national championship uh, Miami team. 90. I don't remember 90. That. Yeah, he was. Okay, a, you know, when I think of The Rock, I instantly think of his, mo- to me, yeah. although he's not more famous than... Than uh, his his son was his famous dad who I used Rocky to watch Johnson. as a kid, yeah. Rocky Soulman Johnson, who was a wrestler. <laughs> he was one of the few wrestlers that was like built. He had yeah. muscles, oh, yeah. you know. And he was a co- he was always a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He teamed up with like Pepper Gomez, and but what? he is good. And I, I also like the fact that The Rock is still does. I mean, now he's this multi million dollar actor, and mm-hmm. he still does wrestling. He does shows up at the wrestling. Does he really? That's awesome. Does the wrestling is gets awesome. some fights in the ring. Really good. For him. <laughs> and he's, a little homework, huh? A little free freelance. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah, that he's still cool. still. Uh, he's good. I mean, the, the guy. The guy's actually guy good. He's actually. Well. It isn't like he's just. Oh, he's a he's an action guy who runs around and beats up people. I mean, he actually is yeah. a good actor. He's so good. he's good. That's kind of cool. So that's uh, that's that's one of mine. Do you have another one? Um, let me think. Well, okay. Just because I'm a Raider fan, John Matuzak was in a few movies. Most notably, Caveman. He was in Caveman. He was awesome. <laughs> Ringo, who I we talked about earlier. Ringo, yeah. We were we're going to turn this into a Beatles football podcast. Um, Caveman's a really good movie, and it's yeah. got good animation, in it. good dinosaur animation, <laughs> Barbara Box in it. But yeah, he just plays. I don't know. His character is a caveman. He's yeah. just a big lug. Like he was also in North Dallas Forty. 
Oh, a small role in North Dallas movies. 40, which, you know, which a bunch of football players were in that. And I, right. That's one of the best football movies ever made, yeah. really, you know. Um, so Matuzak, and Matuzak was on a TV show right. called, uh, what the hell was the TV show? But I met John Matuzak at a video store over on Barham around, in the, it was in the 80s. And I walked in, and I was, the, the store was completely empty. And he walked in with two girls, and he was being really loud. And, yeah. and there might have been one other person in the store. And so he, but he was just kind of being show offy and stuff. And I went up and talked to him and said, "Hey, I'm a huge Raider fan." And he was, and he could not have been nicer. Yeah. He yeah. gave me his autograph. He said, "Hey, watch my show. Watch my show. It's on ABC. It's on tonight." You know. But he was really, really cool. So that was kind of a thrill. We for me. had, if I don't know if you remember, but we when we interviewed uh, the screenwriter for Caveman. Carl Gottlieb. Oh, I didn't know he wrote that. Yeah. And we read, he doesn't talk about Caveman. He, just he talks did. About well, he tells the story. He tells us that after the movie, during Caveman, that uh, Matuzak threw all the furniture in the pool. Do you remember oh, that story? Oh, that's right. I do remember that story. Like, and he said, what did you do that for? He said, I just feel like I have to keep that reputation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matuzak had definitely had a reputation, and he uh, he lived up to it or down to it. Okay. I'm going to give one here that... And we keep having all these throwbacks of things we talked about earlier in the show. We talked about Irwin Allen, mm-hmm. Towering Who'd Inferno. Who did he play for? Who did he play for? But Towering Inferno. He could have played for Detroit. Nobody would have known, and, Jerry. Uh, O.J. Simpson was in the Towering Inferno. Uh-huh. Not that great. No. He was in he Naked Gun movies. should have up is what he should have. Naked Gun movies. Yeah. Really good. Uh-huh. But trying to fit that glove on was his best That was the best performance, performance ever. The pain in his face. <laughs> the anguish. O.J. Yeah. Simpson, great. Oh, I can't get oh, just <laughs> this glove on. It just won't fit. But O.J. was uh, he's a decent actor. He's okay. For what he, was. he did a dragnet, too, if you ever see it. He does, does oh, a, man, a dragnet way back in the day. I love when they have cameos on dragnet. Right. Guys who... You know, who weren't like really actors, but right. he'd have, yeah, he'd have, right. yeah, I, yeah, I think I remember that. He'd bring him on there. He was yeah. like instructing in a, he was and like he a ran, trainee cop and he or ran, something. He, was, he used to run through the airport for Hertz. And he ran for right. the, the airport to Hertz. There that was go. good. And, uh, oh, oh, you have one? I don't want to, I don't want to steal one right. of yours, but I just thought of somebody else. Who? Uh, another one of these great performances, and and I think this guy actually was on. Shoot, he was on a he he was on the old Daniel Boone show. Oh, Rosie Greer. Yeah. He, Rosie Greer was in a bunch of TV shows, and he was in a bunch of Daniel Boone's. I'm like, what is he supposed to be? I mean, is he like in this? Because, you know, Daniel Boone era was, uh, what, the 1700s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Civil War hadn't happened, so was he a slave, or was he just a, a cool guy yeah, that people yeah. like to hang around? But he'd always be dressed up in kind of Indian clothes. Right. But that was, yeah, he, but Rosie Greer was on a whole bunch of stuff. And I can't forget the man with two heads, or what was it called? The creature, the thing with it two heads. It was the thing with two, no, the, it was the, it was the there was two movies that came out the same year, The Incredible Two-Headed Transplant. This is not the first time we brought this, these movies up, which tells you where our podcasts are. This is like the third time you brought these movies I love up. this movie. The Incredible Two-Headed Transplant, and then there's The Thing with Two Heads. And now, I believe The Incredible Two-Headed Transplant was with, with Ray Milland and Rosie Greer. Greer. The Thing with Two Heads was a lower-budget, less quality, <laughs> less classy version of a two-headed Imagine the studios getting the idea at the same time to <laughs> yeah, have a yeah. two-headed thing. Yeah, it's like the you know blowing up the White House. But they you know, get the movie your ants and bugs. You know, yeah, great. They just think alike. Frogs. You know, you know these <laughs> frogs. They just ran out of animals. And giant rabbits. None of the left lepus, whatever it's called. Um, but another guy. Speaking of Rosie Gers, same football team. Deacon Jones. Deacon made a, he had a very or a man. Oh, woman. 
<laughs> Anytime you want to get the attention of a man or a woman, you get him upside the head. Um, he was on. He he was in a really cool Odd Couple. Oh really? But he didn't even say anything. I mean, he was a. It was a shaving commercial, and Tony Randall was filming it, and he kept coming to get Deacon Jones to do all this stuff and say all this stuff, and Deacon Jones wouldn't do it unless. Oscar Madison was there because him and Oscar were friends. Ah. So he's doing this as a favor to Oscar. But it was just, it was really funny. I won't even tell you what happens. If you ever see it on MeTV or whatever it's on, wow. he just sits there and he barely, but he does talk later, but he just, just his attitude and stuff. <laughs> but, but, so, but Deacon Jones is in a few TV shows. There you go. And I'll give a, a ram to one of my favorite. And that, this is a guy that I thought should have gone on to do more stuff was Fred Dreyer. Who's in well, he was in a yeah, he was in a lot of yeah, show yeah. Hunter, but he was he uh, was good. Fred Dreyer was really good. He was really good. I thought he was a good actor. I thought he was he carried that show. I mean, he had to. yeah, yeah. And he was uh, one of the last of the small defensive ends. Yeah, that's so a, that's was, when there were six one and yeah. one eighty five. Now we, then you had those are pun- those are those are like. punters now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Now you have I mean, Roethlisberger is about six six and right, right. two eighty. So yeah, he's a I quarterback. Think Fred Dreyer probably was like two twenty. Yeah. And above, but a defensive end. Mm-hmm. Crazy. We're up to our second commercial. Wow, we come okay. back. We got a few more to go. I got one good one I'm holding back. We'll talk about when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Back at Rick's Martini Bar for our final segment here with the great Rick Farmelo, animator, raconteur. I like a raconteur. I like yeah, that. I like yeah. that. I do that so yeah, well. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're talking today about football players who later went on to become uh, actors and mm-hmm. who are, our favorite ones are. So mm-hmm. I'll let Rick go because you might be um, like ahead somebody. I have a... He's. I think he acted in stuff, but he was a, a broadcaster. Oh. It doesn't really count as. I don't think a lot of people knew he played football. Uh-huh. But um, uh, what's his name? Oh, I just forgot his name now. Eh, he's married to. Uh, he just died. Money Night Football. Um, um, oh, um, uh, Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford. But he was in. A, he was in a couple of things. He was in. Um, Donna Reed or something like right. that. Yeah, he's on Donna. A lot of the L. A lot of those guys. Of those, that first Monday Night Football crew was. Uh, that was the best. That was. And Dandy Don never really became nope. super famous, but could have. Nope. The same like Namath. Great personality. Just should have. Just liked could've. being what he was. Yeah. You know, but Grifford and uh, he was. There's also an episode of Bewitched. When Jack Snow, who used to be the wide receiver for the. Oh, I don't know yeah. why I remember this. Somehow. Some, she twitched her nose, whatever. All of a sudden, Jack Snow shows up in her house, and she, he's wearing his uniform. And he he makes some crack about like, "Where am I?" And they said, "Wherever he was." She goes, "He says like, wow, Gabriel uncorked one this time, which means Roman Gabriel. Like, uh, man, he really threw the ball far this time or whatever, because he ends up in another town or whatever." Okay, this one that I'm going to get. This is my best one, but you 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 may disqualify me. But I researched this, and his football really turned him to being. Let's see if you can guess who this person is. That uh, he grew up in Palmdale, California, moved to Glendale, California, hmm. joined the USC football team, broke his collarbone, and got the job of, because he was injured, of bringing actors to the USC games. Oh, really? I'm talking way far back. And he brought the he people he would USC, bring. Though. Played for USC. And the people he brought to the game were Tom Mix and White Earp. <laughs> 
Okay, we're talking a long time ago. John Wayne. Really? John Wayne was a football player at USC, well, and that's how that's, he got I'm into it, because he started hanging out with those guys, those Western guys. And they just sort of said, come and be a... And they were like... You can just do extra work and stunt right. work. That's kind of how he started. He used to drive them to the fo- football games at USC. And, oh, I didn't uh, know and that. He, and he did. Well, that qualifies. He did play football. So he played football. That's how his whole career came Marion, uh, Marion uh, Morrison. Marion, yeah. Well, that counts. He, he played college football. That counts. He um, also, interesting, when I was doing my little research, four wives, all all Hispanic, and he spoke all at once. Spanish, all at once. He had really, yeah, he spoke fluent Spanish. Wow, and, and he was not. So. And he was not a cowboy, by the way. I mean, no. he wasn't. A, he didn't grow up. He became Palmdale one in Glendale. Yeah, he became a cowboy, <laughs> but he really and he was never. He was not actually not actually a war hero because he never served in the war. <laughs> not to not to discredit him. I mean, I love John Wayne. By the way, That's oh, my yeah, favorite actors awesome. ever. But um, I did. That's right. He played for USC. I remember that. Yeah. And so that uh, I think this guy played for. Uh, you, well, you you all know I th- UCLA. Mark Herman, right? Yes. Played for UCLA. Yeah. On NCIS, good actor. Uh huh. Good actor. Yeah, yeah. For for what he's uh, been through, but he was a quarterback. He was uh-huh. fair to Midland. Uh huh. And the, uh-huh. you ever have a shot at the pros now? Not really. His I dad don't know. was great, right? His dad, well, yeah, yeah. Tom Harmon was great. Who became a, he was a football player, and then he was an announcer. Tom Harmon. Okay. Um, do you have any else? others? I'm tr- I'm I'm uh, scouring my deep recesses of my brain, trying to think of somebody else. Um, now, you know, it, it's. It, I think it should be like who is an actually an actor, as opposed yeah, to yeah. just doing a cameo right, and having right, one right, line. Right, right. You know, because I'm naming. We're just sort of. Doing miscellaneous guys right now, but um, I'm trying to think who else. Usually they'd pick quarterbacks. Seem like they do, and a quarterback that we what we were we keep having these throwbacks to the uh, the Steelers Raiders games, but uh, Hooper, the great Terry Bradshaw, yeah. <laughs> well, Burt Reynolds was a football player too, right? Really? Yeah, he played at Florida State. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, this is interesting. Burt Reynolds was a running back at Florida State and uh, um, became famous. And he, there was another player at Florida State, Robert Urich, who Burt Reynolds got into the movie business. Burt Reynolds was really the guy that got him in because wow. they were both Florida State alumni. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, there's also some football players in Mash, the movie Mash. I don't think they had speaking roles. And during the football, when they did uh-huh. the football game, because the MASH guys were playing another squad, and those other squad yeah. had real football players, but I don't remember who they were now. Yeah. And, I'm surprised. and the longest yard, I believe, oh. had remember, but yeah. who was? I can't remember. Uh, now. Was uh, who's your Raider in there? Was um, there was a Raider in the longest the Stork. yard? Was he in there? No, there was, was it Ted was it uh, Ted Henderson? I can't remember, but there was. Yeah. They're in the longest yard anyway. Yeah. Um, what about like, although, okay, I'm going to say John Madden, uh, John, Ma- even though John Madden, I mean, because it's the same school where he's a coach. He did play football for, I think, Minnesota for I'm a little sure while, he but he was known, you know, he's known as, you know, he was, he was he actor in commercials. Oh, yeah. And of course, now you got the Madden football game, which yeah, is, yeah. which is hugely popular. So, yeah, it's like, so, so was that as a Raider fan, was that true that he didn't, or does he fly airplanes yet? Oh, he doesn't like to fly. Doesn't like he to used fly. to. He used to uh, when he could. He would take the train right. to games. Now that wasn't always practical because he'd have to go to New York or something like right. that. But he hated flying, and he had his own motorhome that he would drive around in. Huh. When he became a broadcaster, he would just drive that thing around. But he hated to fly. Wow. Well, we are at the end of our time. 
So, Dang. Rick Farmelo, we thank ended, you We ended it on a Raider, which is back. good. There you go. I know we, we done it on a Raider. I'll try not to miss too many more podcasts. <laughs> there you go. I, but I'm tra- I travel. I do appearances. Yeah, and you I'm do working. That's right. Tell everybody your appearances. I just show up at, I just show up at Comic Con. Oh, you did a lot of Comic What was the one you did the, um, what was the last one you did? Because there was I a, did Kamikaze, which is Stan Kamikaze, Lee's Kamikaze, which was thing. the same show as, as they did a collector's show that same day. Oh, they did? Oh. Halloween, right? It was Halloween Day. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, but I do. I do but all I was of those. It was great. I get a lot of fans, and I got nice. to sign a lot of stuff, and people love animation. So cool. it, was, it was good. I think. I think. I think William Shatner was there that day. I didn't get to see him. I don't know. They, they, I don't know if he showed up or he was supposed to, but he may not have. But um, those are always fun. Those comic conventions are really so. Fun. Any? Uh, do you want to make a uh, early pick for animation? For uh, is it too early to pick? Well, I am going to. You know, there's going to be five nominees. I wish I had the list in front of me. Um, Hotel Transylvania 2 will be in there. Um, I know Inside Out. I think Inside Out's going to win. If you really want me to tell good. you right now, um, I think that'll probably it's win. a good pick. And it's usually, you know, it's the films that are usually seen by the most people. Right. It's not, I'm not saying Inside Although, Out. Although, last year that wasn't sure it was Disney, right? Was the That's why they won. Well, it's again, a lot of people see that. Right. So it's usually going to be a Disney, you know, a big release that's going to win Best Picture because, you know, most of the voters, all the voters vote now, not just the animation people. So, you know, the people are going to vote for what they've seen, and right. everybody has seen those movies. You know, the most popular movies are, uh, you know, that's probably, it's unfortunate because they're maybe not yeah. always the best, but they're going to they're going to win because that's what people have seen. So, but I'm not Inside Out's great, and you know, but I think I think that's probably going to win. That's yeah. my feeling. Um, it's good. We'll it's different. It was like, yeah, that it's, was it's very different for Pixar. I, I honestly have not seen it yet, but everybody that I do know that saw it said it was great. Uh-huh. And it's a comp. I I didn't think it would be that good because it's like a really limited a, storytelling. Yeah, it's a very complex and bold idea to do for a movie. Yeah, yeah. and Pete Doctor's a great director, so I you know I'm not surprised he, he I'm not surprised he pulled it off because he's he's so good. So, well, we are way over our time. Dang. But uh, anyway, Rick Farmelo, okay. thank you for being here, and we will look forward to seeing you next time here at if Rick's not, not Martini Bar. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste.